Hey y'all, this is Vera Payam, and I'm back with episode 8 of KW1S. So I know the title of this episode is Calling Out and Cutting Off Predators, but I really think it's more about letting go. And that can be a really painful subject. I think for some people, you know, just acknowledging and accepting that predatory people exist is fucking heartbreaking because some people really really want to believe that everyone can be saved that every that deep deep down inside everyone can be redeemed that deep deep way down in there you know like everyone has the ability to be a good person right that everyone can be a good person and predators shatter that illusion to pieces (laughs) Because not everyone can be a good person. Not everyone wants to be a good person. I want everyone to really let that sink in. I do not believe that everyone has the desire or the ability to be ethical, period. Now, a lot of people, they want to fight me on this. They want to argue with me on this. No. Okay? No. And, like, I hate to use, like, a movie, you know, to prove my point. But Alfred from The Dark Knight just really said it best. You know? Some men just want to watch the world burn. It's not that I don't think people can change, right? They most certainly can, you know? But they have to... Number one, understand that there's a problem, right? Understand what the real problem is. And number two, they have to want to change, right? They have to want to do it. Can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. And three, they have to be able to follow through with it, right? They have to be able to actually follow through on doing the things that they say they're going to do. And not everyone can or will do that. Not everyone can be a good person. Some people are and will always be predators. Some people enjoy abusing others. We can't, we can't stop predators from existing, right? We can't, we can't stop people from causing harm, but we can minimize the amount of harm that they cause, right? We can be aware of these types of people and minimize the amount of suffering that they create. In order to do that, we have to realize that the reason these people can continue to make harm, can continue to cause harm, is because we let them. We let them. We let them talk us in circles while they pick our pockets. We sympathize with them while they actively gaslight us and harm us. We excuse their behavior over and over again. And we do this because we want to believe, we really want to believe that they're just young, misguided souls, you know, in the middle of a long, hard journey, right? Like, rather than accept the harsh reality that they are intentionally manipulative and predatory people. That's the harsh reality of nature. 
organisms must eat each other to survive. There's no escaping this. Pretending that everyone can somehow be redeemed is what allows predators to thrive, to continue to harm you, right? Kevin Spacey, of all people, right, uh, has a really great line at the end of the film, uh, The Usual Suspects. And he says, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And the same can be said of predators and abusers of all forms, okay? The more excuses that we make for them, the worse their behavior becomes, right? The more they test our boundaries. Predators are more than just inconsiderate assholes, okay? Predators know that they're using people and they specialize in abusing people who trust and love and rely on them the most. It's for everyone's safety and their own personal healing process that we have to cut them off. Or if that's not possible, to minimize contact as much as possible. There is no other option. Because ultimately it comes down to the comfort of the abuser or the safety of a community. And this rarely ever happens in ethics, but like, this is a fucking no brainer, okay? We can't keep loving people who are hurting us. We can't keep protecting people as a community who are dangerous. And we can't keep allowing them to hurt others. It's like The Walking Dead, you know, and your friend just got bit and they're turning into a zombie. And you don't want to believe it, right? Because they look like your friend but they're not. They used to be your friend, but they're not anymore. They're a fucking predator and they will fucking eat you. You need to cut them the fuck off. And why, why, why is it so hard? Why? It's hard for a lot of reasons. For me personally, the hardest thing is wanting to believe these people were something that they're not. Like, you know, really wanting to, these people to live up to this idea that we had of them, right? Like, we really want to believe that these people can still be a good person. And you know, on some level, I'm sure that they do too. And you know what? It's fucking sad. But you know what? It's also fucking frustrating because we realize that we've been lied to. We've been had. We feel stupid. How could we not know? How could we let that happen? What could we have done differently? Right? And the answer? is nothing, nothing. There is nothing that we could have done differently, right? Because 
The problem with predators is that they will prey on you regardless of what you do, how you treat them. It doesn't matter if you give them what they want. Protect yourself in every way because predators want to take what you don't want to give. Exploitation is their default way of interacting with people and they know this. One of the things that separates animals is our ability to self-reflect. And as much as we don't like to admit it, we know when we're wrong. And that's a fact. And we have the ability to also regulate our behavior based on moral assessments. And we do this because we know that when we act immorally, we lose the trust and ultimately the cooperation of the people that we need. And predatory people also know this. So they spend a great deal of time and effort intentionally misrepresenting themselves and trying to confuse you about who they really are. It is not our fault that someone else chose to lie to us. It's not our responsibility to doubt everyone in our lives, but it is our responsibility to hold them accountable. When someone earns and breaks our trust, it is our responsibility to stop cooperating with them. That is our responsibility. But it's so hard. I love them. They need me. We need them. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't need them. And I know because at 16 years old, I had to tell my own toxic mother to go fuck herself. And I didn't speak to her again for over seven years because I knew that she was like me. And she wasn't gonna do anything that she didn't wanna do. And if she wanted to treat me in a certain way, then she was gonna do it. And she thought that she could skip my childhood and then come back into my life as a teenager and tell me what to do. <laughs> I was prepared to show her that she could not. <laughs> but I also knew that I couldn't make her stop any more than she could control me. And so the only solution was to step away. I just disengaged. I stopped returning her messages. I stopped answering her phone calls. My dad would answer the phone. It's your mom. I'm not here. She's not here. No, I can't make her talk. I can't make her talk to you. And I didn't talk to her again until the first words out of her mouth were, I'm sorry. And there was no but after it. At 16 years old, I learned that there is no one, no one so fucking important that they're allowed to abuse you. No one. And from that moment on, I also knew that there wasn't anyone that I couldn't walk away from. I don't give a fuck who you think you are, who you, who, 
I don't care who you are to me, what you think I owe you, how much I fucking love you. If you abuse me or the people I love, you're gone. You're out. And if you won't leave, I will. Space. Even animals stop cooperating with members of the group who cheat. Why? Because without trust, there's no foundation for any kind of peaceful relationship, much less community. Even Albert Einstein wrote in the last analysis, every kind of peaceful cooperation among men is primarily based on mutual trust and only second on institutions such as courts of justice. When we allow known aggressors to remain in our communities, we are allowing the deterioration of those communities. Let's talk about my poly community. I haven't been physically involved with them in you know quite a few years, um, mostly due to having moved out of state. However, I do keep up with them on Facebook. And recently we've been having conversations around known consent violators in our community. Some of them are even well-respected longtime friends of mine. I remember parties in our community were like, oh man, going to these parties was like a getaway from the harsh reality of my life. Gorgeous, kind-hearted, loving people just opening up their homes and their bodies, their personal space to me for the night or the weekend even. These were some of the safest spaces that I've ever known, apart from my own home. So imagine what a shock it was for me to hear that my friends, my friends, the same friends, the same events that I was attending just a few years ago, now felt uncomfortable sleeping at those same places, in those same beds, on those same couches because certain men were groping, touching, and licking women in their sleep. In their sleep. It was mind-blowing, mind-blowing to think that this was happening in my community, with my friends, people I considered my family. But it also wasn't rocket science. Predators can exist everywhere, right? And it's not our fault. And we can try our best to open our hearts to them and give them the benefit of the doubt and be there for them in their journey because I'm sure it's not easy living that way, that transient way of life. That is not easy. But you know what? If they can't behave, if they can't stop hurting people, they need to go. They need to go. And... You know, understandably, there's a lot of confusion and hesitation because, you know, these are men that we all know and love. You know, people that we have shared histories and pasts with, right? But I trust in my community. And I believe in our values. And I know 
that everyone will come together to honor these values, to stand by them, and to do what they know deep down in their heart of hearts is the right thing to do. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this was episode eight of KW1S. Thank you again for tuning in and for supporting my show here on Patreon and for following me on Twitter at KinkyWild1. Thank you so much. I can't tell you how much it means to me to, to have your support um, tuning in every episode. And as always, guys, I don't know you, but I fucking love you. <laughs>